Hired Up Podcast. Uh, this episode, we're going to kind of do a something different. I like to call it a meta podcast because I am interviewing our newest social media manager, our newest member of the team, I should say. Um, she's a social media manager, and we are so excited to have her on. So here is the official welcome to Brianna Wall. Hello, hello. Yeah, we are, <laughs> we are so, so excited to have you because, you know, you, you really are going to be the front face of this startup that we have here. And, you know, just so much of what we do here involves creating just awesome content and content that's so valuable to people. And it's great just interacting with this growing family that yeah. we are building on social media. Yeah. And um, we are just so happy to um, have you as part of the ever-growing team here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I'm really excited, excited to start my journey with you guys, so... Yeah, and you're coming in basically right before um, shit hits the fan. <laughs> yeah. It's you an know, exciting time to Pardon join. my French. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is great. And I kind of want to, um, you know, why I kind of called it a meta podcast is because at Hired Up, obviously we are in the jobs and hiring space and the career space. Correct. And I would love to kind of just break down exactly what the hiring process was like and why Evan and I decided that you were a perfect fit. And so I think yeah. really kind of going backwards and rebuilding that I think could be a very valuable for a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. You know, let's, let's break it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, first off, I just kind of want you to start and kind of give a little background about yourself and, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so a little background about myself. My previous company I worked at, I worked there for two and a half years, and it was a construction development uh, company. And I ran all of the social media for each of our projects. So um, anything from residential properties to multifamily properties, um, mixed-use developments, um, all sorts of things like that. But it was a very different company from Hired Up, um, like in all facets of the word. It was a family-owned company, um, and it was just how we operated was very different. Just a little bit how the views are of the company and things like that. So I'm really excited to join Hired Up, where it's fresh ideas. We're looking to take things in a new direction. Right. We're, you know kind of fighting this industry that's been around forever and we're saying hey we're the new dogs look at us this is why we are so much better and it's such you know the hiring process right now is such an archaic process um that's currently going on so you know i think coming in as hired up we're gonna you know disrupt the industry so i'm excited about that yeah absolutely absolutely and you really hit the nail on the head i mean the hiring process is something that is so archaic and so old, and there really hasn't been much innovation in that space. Yeah. And I know that when I came aboard the team, that's really, 
you know, when, when Evan, the CEO, when he explained to me exactly what Hired Up was and what it was about and what this app is going to be about, which we're going to definitely share yeah. with the audience listening very, very soon. We kind of been keeping it a little bit vague and under yeah. wraps and, um, you know, some, some subtle hints here and there about what, what, it, what it is that we're about. But come uh, January 27th. 26th? 27th. 27th. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, because it's my favorite number. <laughs> yeah. January 27th. 27 is yeah. such a fantastic number. Um, but yeah, so January 27th is our official launch, and that is when we're going to basically flood the uh, social media space with what our app is, what it's about, and, you know, it's going to be available on all app stores on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, going at the perfect time. Right. So um, as you were given your, your background at your previous at your previous job, one of the things that really stood out for us, I know at least me personally, was the fact that you really were involved in social media, you know, yeah. for a company. Yeah. And that's something that social media manager, social media director, it's such a kind of a buzz word position nowadays yeah it can be it definitely can be and you know i think companies are especially with 2020 everyone's on their phone they know now more than ever how important social media has to be in their business strategy but i think for so long a lot of companies kind of thought of yeah we need social media but it's kind of on the back burner and we'll get someone in here who can kind of do social media, but they're also going to be doing some other things like that too. Um, so I think companies are taking more of an interest now more than ever of how important it is to have someone involved in all aspects of your social media and your strategy. Right. Absolutely. And a key word there is strategy yeah. too, because I feel like a lot of these people who apply for these social media roles um, not to paint a broad brush, here, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I have seen a kind of consistency with, you know, it's just, oh, yeah, I can do this because I'm on social media. Right. I'm a part of social media. Right. I kind of know how it works. So I can do this for a company. And the reality is it's just so, and I know you know this from experience, because right. you, have, you, have, you have built a little community for yourself on social media, but it's a lot different, you know, doing social media for yourself. Oh, and yeah. for and as opposed to for another company. Yeah. And there's so much more that goes into doing it for a company, you know, the types of content that you produce, like going into advertisements, paid ads, organic reach, paid reach, oh. all these different um, KPIs that you have yeah. to follow and um, goals that you have to consistently hit. Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of legs to it. You know, a lot of. A lot of spider webs that, you know, kind of branch off of social media, so. Right. And so it does take a lot of actual knowledge and experience yeah. to, to be able to do that. So I know for me, you know, I instantly um, thought thought you would be great to interview. I know in, Evan initially did like a quick phone screen with you or right, something. Right, Is that yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Did he reach out to you or did or did you actually apply? I don't remember that. So I was involved I was in that initial part. So I trying to think back on this. I think I actually applied. Okay. Yeah. And whenever Evan first reached out, it was on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I had forgotten that I applied because mm. <laughs> I look yeah. back now and I feel so bad because I was so spotty with my messages right. with him. So I'm so glad he like mm. 
kept with it and you know it's like hey are you available for a phone call so i was finally able to get on a phone call with him and just kind of learn about hired up but yeah he was the first one to reach out to me right yeah yeah no i totally uh, it's funny that you say that because when he honestly like i was and this is kind of funny in of itself right because we actually had to use these archaic systems yeah right exactly because our app isn't so ironic yeah i know so we actually had to utilize some of our future competitors yeah um to be able to grow our team initially before the app is out otherwise like we'd just be using our own app right and hopefully you know not hopefully but a lot of people will uh, eventually as well yeah. yeah um so but yeah the first time was interesting for me as well because i actually used indeed i believe and i was just applying to you know it was just one of those things right yeah right. i was just applying to a bunch of places yep. and so i was applying to everything anything that kind of just seemed a little bit interesting to me and i remember i applied and i literally got a text from evan like i'm not less than five minutes later <laughs> that's awesome less than five minutes later and i'm like and he didn't say who he who like he said this is that hey it's evan right and i'm like he, he didn't say from hired up yeah you know so i didn't even really know like who he was <laughs> and like, like and so I, I i texted him back because it was alarmingly fast yeah and he was he he said already i want to you know schedule an interview with you yeah you were that enticing i said anything. i guess so well <laughs> I, uh, I said, so what position is this for, right. you know? Because a lot of times that's what people do, right? They, yeah. they apply to a lot of jobs at once. But yeah, I mean, later on, I was asking him when I after I got the position, and he said that basically he knew just by clicking on my portfolio link that I was the fit. That's awesome. You know, so, and no, I, I think, think that's, that's the key. That's what right. yeah. <laughs> where you both say that. Yeah, it's a portfolio. I think a lot of people miss that, right. especially in like a role like, design or social media you know like you can say that you do social media you can say that you do design and you can say you've done it for x amount of companies but people need to physically see in front of their eyes you know to prove yourself absolutely absolutely that is so huge and i think that's one of the main takeaways from this podcast episode is this and it's something that evan has has said before and that we've actually shared I, I believe a short video on social media about this. You know, hired up itself is is about no more resumes, right. no more resumes. Yeah. I want you to show me, show me, show me, show me. Yeah. Because here's the thing, I have so much experience. I really do yeah. uh, in so many different areas. But right. the problem with a lot of these recruiters, all these HR managers, yada yada yada, these positions that were that were curating all these applicants is that they would see oh. Well, you have experience here, but you don't have 3.5 years of experience at an agency setting. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I know how to do this job inside and out. I read, I read all the key, I read all the key points. Like, this is insane. This is insane. And so I don't have an opportunity to showcase what I, right. what I'm capable of, unless I have a portfolio. Unless, unless you're able to. Even if you have even if you have zero experience, guys. Even if you have zero experience in the job you're applying for, find some way in the application process. Even if it's just sending an email to somebody, a recruiter, a, a hiring manager, whoever it is, and actually give them content that you've created. Right. Show them stuff that you have created, just to get it out there in front of your face to be like, listen. Right. I can not only can I do this, here's an example. Right. 
And I was kind of thinking about this earlier too, because, you know, from a marketing standpoint, maybe it's a little bit easier because, you know, you have physical content that you're creating, you have, you know, graphic designs that you're physically creating. But I was thinking about it, you know, for other professions, like if you're in finance or if you're in accounting, you know, how do you kind of showcase your work um, in a way that still tells the story of, hey, this is what I can do. Right. Um, so I was thinking about it too, like even if it's just sending a project or a report you made, you know, I don't that, know much about accounting, yeah, but you right, know, sending right. something absolutely in with your that and or, and this is where hired up comes in, and you guys will soon find out about this. Right. Send a video of yourself yeah. talking about. So so not only send send your application or whatever archaic process that they have you do and going through freaking this this horrible system horrible. but find a way to send them of not only will you stand out first of all because no one does this but they'll be able th this is the thing everyone communicates through video now if, if you haven't noticed on the internet yeah. okay and there's so much that you can see that you can you can tell about a person just by seeing them, right? Because 90% of communication is nonverbal. Right. So it's how you present yourself. So if nothing else, if you're not able to show any creative work, you know, if it's a finance job, you know, you're not able to get in front of somebody maybe and, um, excuse me, <clears throat> you're not able to give them a, I don't know, a report or a stock tip or something like that, right. whatever, what job that is. But if you can just get on video and say hey my name's josh i'm applying for your position here's why i'm great at this dot 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 i've done this 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 it's so much different seeing someone say that on camera than reading it on a resume yeah yeah um and i completely agree with you i think that's a great strategy it makes you stand out you can show your personality playing devil's advocate here a little bit there are some people out there who are going to be like no that's like putting a picture on your resume you know and a lot of people are against putting a picture on your resume because you know people make snap judgments or anything like that but i still think sending a video is good because it's not just a static picture it's your movement it's how exactly. you talk it's exactly. you can show empathy through a video versus exactly. you know just just a picture well and that's the thing right i mean we could go into deep psychology yeah. here too <laughs> i mean everyone has some sort of bias you know yeah. you're not necessarily human if you don't because everyone has their own realities and their own experiences and stuff and everyone's truth is valid okay yeah. but uh it, there, you're right, though. There is a complete difference between seeing a photo and then seeing someone in the way they articulate themselves, the way they carry themselves, their posture, their right. eye contact, their facial expressions. I mean, all this subtle stuff really communicates way more than, yeah. um, than just a simple resume or a photo. I would agree. I would agree. So, okay, so going back, we... Evan interviewed you. You 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 applied on LinkedIn. Evan interviewed you, and and then he then I, I guess it went well on your end. Yeah, yeah, it went really well. Yeah. Um, it was a great conversation, and then after that, um, he said, "Yeah, I want to get you in touch with our brand designer." Right. 
um, and then just me, by the way, <laughs> yeah, and uh, get you on a phone call. That's right. So I remember right after he got off the call, he was already very. He he really thought I would like, I would like you, and l- like to work with you. So. That's awesome. I immediately uh, started stalking you on <laughs> social media. Well, because I mean, who yeah. doesn't be honest? Yeah, like, come on. you know, come who on. doesn't? Especially stalk for a social media role. Right. And that's a whole nother thing. It's like, if you're really serious about this, I kind of expect you to have like social media content for yeah. yourself, yeah. you know? Um, it's just like the design stuff. I have seen, and I've been in previous jobs where I've hired my marketing team or design team or something. And I've seen these people with all this design experience, web design or graphic design and stuff. And then I get their resume in front of me and it's just like a plain black and white resume. I'm like, if you're really a designer and you really think like a designer, I expect everything you output to be, to have that. I want a resume that looks different than any other resume I've seen. I want your portfolio site to not just be like some blank white site with some links on it. Yeah, you kind of need to back up what you're saying. Exactly. That should be your most important project that you showcase is your actual portfolio site. Yeah, definitely. And I've kind of looked at, you know, getting more into personal branding and kind of, you know, how I showcase myself on my personal profile. And I think you're right, too. It's kind of it just lends itself to even more credibility than what you can say on your resume or in your portfolio. You know, it's just that extra touch point that you're adding to lend yourself. Hey, I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm on the right steps or, you know, anything like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I saw you on social media, and I saw okay. She has she has she has a lot of followers. You know that's 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 check mark right there. Um, you seem to have curated content. Um, it seemed to be a bit more focused. Um, obviously, like you said, you're kind of finding your way, and that's okay. I'm not I'm not asking for perfection here. Right. You, know, you know, but um, I I saw I clearly saw that there was a direction that you were headed. Yeah, and so that was big, and then I. I think I saw you on LinkedIn or I saw your resume and again, kind of going through this archaic process here, but um, I did see that you not only managed social media for a company, but you managed multiple accounts, Yeah, which was big. And that says a lot in of itself, right? Because that's okay. You're, you're obviously busy. You know how to like multitask. Yeah. And when I say multitask, guys, I don't actually mean you're actually doing two or three things at once because no one can do that. But it's more like project management. You know how to manage all of your to-dos very well. And I think that's an important point because a lot of people say multitask and it's like no one can really multitask. That's a fallacy. I think think they've like found it scientifically impossible for your brain to do two things at once. Right. Nor should it, and yeah. you know your output will probably look very right. strange. But uh, so yeah, that was really great. And then actually, you know what's funny is the thing that Evan took away the most from uh, looking at your background was the fact that you participated in college sports. Interesting. Because he thought, and again, this is sort of like symbolic. It right. kind of says a lot about a person. Um, because, you know, when, when you're talking about fitting into a company culture 
when you're talking about, you know, priorities and getting all your priorities done. Right. You know, Evan is definitely someone who is in, you will see this when, and I am too, and you will see this when, um, if you ever visit the hired up office is that we're really into self-development, really yeah. into self-improvement. We're really into, um, health and wellness. And Which I love that about us in our office here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. And, um, you know, it just says a lot about the person. It says, it says, Hey, I'm, I'm, that's a hard thing to do. Frankly, is you know, when you're in college, you're you're doing extracurriculars in college. I mean, college is is a lot in of itself, you know. Yeah. And um, as Shout far out as Concordia right. University, <laughs> there you go. There you go. What was their mascot? Um, I they think it was one? a tornado. Tornadoes. Yeah, the tornadoes. Yeah. You can be the perfect fit on paper, right? Right. You can have all the check marks and all the buzzwords and all the 3.5 years of experience in an agency setting. Right. But a lot of times, and what I've noticed in my personal experience, a lot of times the most perfect people on paper are end up not being culturally a fit yeah. for yeah. a company. Yeah, I've always been the type of person too, like if I could just... And this is the whole basis of our of our company, you know. And a resume does not do you justice for your personality. Um, and like you know, being a personality fit or a cultural fit is a big part of a job interview process. And I've always said, if I can just get an interview, I can like show myself and show who I am, and that I'm a team player, right. and I love being around people, and I love working with people. Right. Um, so yeah, I just. Yeah, and a lot of those things, again, are, in my mind, way more important than the actual quote-unquote hard skills. Yeah. Like, this is another rant that I tend to go on, is that people call certain skills soft skills. And that sounds like, just using the word soft, it sounds like, oh, yeah, there's skills. Yeah, there's skills, but they're soft skills. You know, it's like... You know, they're not the most important or something like that. That's what it kind of conveys. And I feel like the quote-unquote soft skills are actually way more important foundationally and in the long term of a makeup of a team and the makeup of of a employee. I agree. Than the hard stuff, because frankly, the hard stuff can be learned on the job, no matter how much your experience aligns with a company. You always have to learn on the job, you to know, some, some, extent, to yes. some degree, yeah. you know, that stuff is way more important. Cultural fit is way more important. How you handle stuff is way more important. How you handle stress, how you handle um, conflict, how you how you communicate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good communication skills, uh, what's your mindset like? A lot of these things are what's articulated and not in a resume. Yeah, exactly. On video it's or in almost person. almost impossible to show that on a resume. And I know for my resume, I started kind of adding a little section called hobbies just because I didn't feel just like great. there was any way to show my personality. My personality That's, is like what makes me me. You know, on you know paper, it doesn't show it that well. So I added a little section that was like, I like to be outdoors and I like to go running. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to connect with the person on the other side. It's like, oh, 
they went to this school. I know someone at this school, or that's my alma mater. I'm a really outdoorsy guy, and I see... So you see, oh, we will have something to talk about. Exactly. We'll have that's where the cultural fit comes in. Right. You know, it's not only your personality and your mindset and how you how you know how you think about things, but yeah, you never know what hobbies are going to connect with somebody. Yeah, my last job, um, I had two managers there. My first manager there, before I got hired on, she had me do a personality test, mm. and I think that is so important for a lot of hiring managers because it gives you it doesn't tell you everything you know you still need the interview you still need to talk to them but it gives you a little bit of insight of how they think and how they operate and you know even you know do the personality test have an interview with them and kind of compare those and see you know would they be a fit for my company absolutely um you know because i've been in situations too where you know they just hired someone right out of the gate, you know, because of their right. resume or whatever, and they are not a cultural fit at all. And, like, right. you know, immediately within, like, the first couple of days, and you kind of feel it out, and you kind of, you know, go a few months and see if it can work out. But, you know, it's just, in the end, it's not a good fit for either party, the person who was hired on, and then, you know, the person, you know, the company. Absolutely. And I've been, I've been in situations like that before as well where the hiring manager or the executive just might want to have the mentality of we just need someone as fast as possible but it's like you are actually wasting money and you're wasting time if you just throw someone in there and then you have to let them go a few weeks later for whatever reason, and then you have to start all over again. And if you just taken a little bit more time, looked at a bit more of the cultural fit when screening candidates, yeah, that saves a lot of time and it saves money. I agree. I agree. And on top of that, you know, you spend your majority of your life with your coworkers. You know, you kind of want to like them. You have to. Yeah. Or you, you're the the downfall of of your team. Yeah, your team and your company. And again, like from my experience, a lot of the issues within a company and between team members is bad communication. Yeah. And you're not going to have good communication. (laughs) A company is very much like you're you're in a multi-person relationship, right? So good communication is so, so, so key to the success of a company and if you have a bunch of people who are not cultural fits it's going to be hard to communicate yeah exactly just like a lot of awkward tension in the air too that passive aggressiveness awkward tension um the ceo or the leader is not being a leader and not because everything sort of trickles down yeah well and there's nothing worse then going into work and feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or just dreading waking up in the morning and going just, to work. It's not a way to live. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a way to live. So, so all that to say, right. <laughs> being a culture it's not like that is so here. important. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. And I'm yes. so thankful for you guys. I feel like this is probably the best cultural fit, so to speak, that I've been a part of. Um, I would agree for myself as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, like we said, uh, we're at right in the beginning stages and really the sky's the limit. And that's yeah. one of the huge um, perks about uh, being here when we are right now in the company. Yeah, so I agree. 
but anyway, so kind of going back to the to the uh, hiring process. So I looked at everything and I was very impressed. And then I ended up reaching out to you via email. That's and, right, which I actually really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Because you Why? gave me, so you gave me some questions. You're like, hey, Brianna, I'm so nice to meet you. Um, here are a few questions that I kind of wanted to discuss with you on our phone call next week. I think that is so awesome. Right. So many people, they don't give you the opportunity to kind of think about it. And not that if you have to think about it, you don't know the answer, but you can you can present yourself better. Yes. Not that you're presenting a falsity or anything like no. that, but... You know, you're just giving the person the best opportunity to shine how they do best, you know. So I really appreciated that. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that totally. Awesome. That's, a, that's a great point. It's something I, I kind of didn't even really think about that much because yeah. it just felt like this is what everyone should be doing. Right. To know? me, it was very empathetic. You're yeah. putting yourself in my shoes. Yeah. And already, too, like before I was on the phone call, we were already having an exchange. So right. it's very personable to start off with. Absolutely. And I think, again, like every every company should do that. As you guys will soon find out, this has also been implemented into the Hired Up app that will yes. be released this month. Stay tuned. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's, but I think it's so important to, this is, again, part of the basis of, of how Hired Up was created we saw a pain point that we were actively involved in and we were like, we need to change this. Or Evan yeah. was, you know, initially. And and everyone on the team also had those same pain points. Yeah. Again, just a side note, it's really important to build a team that really believes in the mission yeah. of the company that they work for because yeah. that's just like that much better cultural fit that they'll work that much harder. They'll be with you for the long haul. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think, too, you know, just hearing you and Evan on the phone talk about the company, like, that sold it right then and there, too, because, one, you want to go to work every day with people who are excited about where they work, who are excited about what they're doing. And then, two, to be working for a leader who has such drive and passion for their company, um, it, like you said earlier, it trickles down. It really does. And I've worked for a place where it's the exact opposite and right. it's, you know, very negative views and that too trickles down. So, um, Absolutely. yeah, just hearing y'all's passion just over the phone and, um, hearing Evan talk about the company, I think, you know, that was a huge part for me. Right. Right. So, um, just to skip a little bit backwards. So I did email you, I emailed you questions yeah. and then I also gave you a little project to do yeah then that was basically i wanted just to get your kind of thoughts and initial thoughts and ideas on our social media accounts as they were at that time right i i think we only gave you i think we were meeting later that week or something I, it was a short kind of a short time period yeah and i made sure to say hey like i know this may, may take a little time and you you're, you're at your job but you know, it wasn't something that I thought was like too time consuming. Um, I just kind of wanted to see your initial ideas and like how where your mind went. Right. Yeah, I think that's a great question too. Um, like I said, I really valued that because I kind of anticipated those questions a little bit, but you never really know. Right. So it's kind of like a test. You never really know what's going to be on the test. Absolutely. Um, 
Well, and, you know, that too, it just already kind of breaks down that, like, nervousness, that anxiousness. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And, and I really just, we could go, we could have a whole podcast about yeah, why the hiring process, and maybe we will, once, <laughs> the, once the app is released, why it's just so terrible and why job interviews are terrible and why most of the questions at, in job interviews are terrible. Before I started here, I didn't realize those pain points in the hiring process. And then whenever I started here and started learning about our industry and started learning about Hired Up, I was like, wow, I feel all those feelings too. I just like never really knew it or never really understood it or you, could vocalize a lot, it. Well, a lot of people just assume, oh, that's just the way it is. Right. You know, so they don't really, it doesn't really stand out so much because, yeah. you know, you just, bec- you, you just become kind of numb to it. Right. And you're just, okay, this is just the way it is. Life is hard, man. Right. Just yeah. deal with it. Yeah. That's where the uh, gold is, is when you're like, you know what? I refuse. I refuse to do this, and I want a better way. Right. I always laugh, too, because, you know, my hiring process with Hired Up has been, like, completely different in every facet of the word, Um, but in a good way. Like, you know, I was given an opportunity, I feel like, to really kind of showcase who I was, Um, you know, and it sounded from you guys like guys were genuinely interested it wasn't this cat and mouse game it wasn't like i've been ghosted i need to follow up with them i can't hear back from them like it was very conversational and it's very normal and i was like this is what hiring should feel like you know right it's not an interrogation people yeah stop interrogating your candidates yeah and i think that's something too that would always kind of trip me up in an interview because it would feel like an interrogation so i would work myself up you know and i right. get into my head yeah and you why know, yeah who wouldn't exactly you know and like being accused of murder or something <laughs> it's like wait i didn't do it man yeah i didn't do it right but yeah so uh we gave you that project i think we gave you like two or three days to do it and then i got on the the second interview so it was me and evan and we called you Here's where it really gets interesting, at least from my perspective. So we prepared some questions, obviously, including the ones that we we sent to Brianna beforehand, but also some other questions, some follow-up questions and what have you. And basically, immediately after we start the call, she starts asking us a bunch of questions. And that actually was... The the majority of the interview was actually you interviewing us. Yeah. And we found that, or at least I did, yeah. I found that absolutely fascinating, and I was really, really intrigued. Yeah. Um, I, from my perspective, I just kind of wanted to make sure I wasn't jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire, you know, and over a new company and we're about to launch our app so there wasn't a whole lot that i could find online and you know before an interview they always say to like look online and look at their website and read their about us page and really do your research and i didn't really have that and so i needed to know about you guys (laughs) i'm like who are y'all what do y'all do tell me about you i wanted to know everything um because i did find the company intriguing i just didn't know a whole lot about it um right and honestly it's actually something that's more rare than people would like to think. Which blows my mind, you know, especially like growing up, I have a mom who owns her own business. So she was very instrumental in like, hey, like 
you shake someone's hand, it's a firm handshake. And when right. you go into an interview, ask questions. Right. But I forget, and you know, research people, the company right. that you're interviewing. Right. You know how many times the question, oh, do you have any questions for us at the end? And the candidate will say, oh, so what is it that you guys do? Or asking some like generic question oh, about the company. You're shooting yourself in the foot right there. Uh, it, it boggles my mind. And people think that's normal. It's not normal. Yeah. It's to stop normalizing that. Right. The least you can do is research the company. And the fact that you researched us and the fact that we didn't have a lot of information out there. Yeah. And instead of just accepting that, yeah. that we didn't have a lot of information out yeah. there, you basically came with a list of questions. I did. I had a full page. I mean, <laughs> I was like, it was, okay, next it was awesome. It was awesome. So yeah. you basically came in and you were very assertive in a good way. You were very assertive, so I need answers. Basically, this right. is basically what yeah. she didn't say is verbatim, but right. this is the, the uh, tone in which she said <laughs> it was. Like, hey guys, basically, I need questions. I have answer. I have questions. I need answers to A, B, C. Okay, so C is like this. Well, what about this? And right. follow up questions. And it was awesome because, and this hits on an important note is that and again going back to our app when it when it is released this is something that is part of the app but candidates and job seekers should be interviewing companies just as much as the other way around it's taken me a long time to realize that too i mean like i said i would get in my head before an interview and i'd get nervous and stuff like that but something that has really helped calm my nerves before an interview is, hey, is this a place that I want to be for long-term? Right. You know, will I like these people? Because ultimately, it's my life. It's something I'm going to have to be walking into every single Absolutely. day. I'm making this commitment. You know, might as well check out the boxes if this commitment is something you want. Right. Um, so I think that I kind of just came to that realization. And, you know, I kind of knew what I wanted going forward. I wanted to be around positive people and kind of going back to the cultural thing. That was a big part of what I was looking for out of my next company is, you know, you know positive people, people who are energetic. Um, so I came with a whole list of yeah, questions. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was So great. what do you guys do here and how does this work? Yeah, and, you yeah. Know. It, and it was fantastic. And we answered every single one. Yeah. And uh, in, in detail and with honesty, yeah. you know, just to kind of go back to that a little bit, Obviously, you had a, a little bit of a luxury of already having a job that you were right, at. Right. And I feel like so often people maybe are unemployed or, or don't have work currently. And they view their interview as a make or break thing right. that they have. If they don't get this, they might. Right. Something bad is going to happen. Right. And they're going to, whatever, they can't pay their rent or something. So, I mean, they really do kind of look at it like, uh, I have to do whatever it takes and I'll, I'll deal with whatever they got. And I will, um, you know, it's not always the case, but I do feel like most candidates do not take the time to really screen their potential employers yeah. for you know cultural fit for d- does does their mission align with me can i actually do this job do i like this person who's interviewing me can i get along with them if they're my supervisor or whoever right yeah i completely agree 
And to the flip side, too, where some people may be in a job that they hate so much or whatever it may be, right. and they're like, I have to have this interview go right. well. It that's, has that's to great, go right point. for me. I have to land this job. So they'll overlook, you know, so many things or won't ask certain questions because they're putting all their eggs in their basket. Like, this right. has to be the one. Right. And I remember when I, when I was kind of in between jobs, Sometimes, like, I would just take interviews just just to get that practice, yeah, you know? And it's like, definitely. yeah, yeah, you know. But you never know where one could steer exactly. you. Maybe you're in an interview with someone, and they're like, hey, this is no good fit, or whatever it may right. be, and they give you a name of someone else, right. you know? You just never know what could right. come of it. And I think just kind of the mentality of, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Right. And yeah. you gain confidence with that, right. and you become more of yourself in that interview instead right. of like a stiff robot right. can't move his neck because he's so anxious and right. you know and that's something that i constantly had to remind myself whether it was interviewing for you know jobs when i was looking for you guys or previously in my career it's that constant like telling my mind it's going to be okay if right. i do not get this like right. this is not like if I don't get this job, it doesn't mean I'm a bad person right. or I'm totally. not, you know, good in my field or anything like that. So it's Absolutely. constantly reminding yourself, hey, it's okay yeah. if you don't get this. Right. You know? And I know this personally, like I, there were several opportunities that I had and I had second interviews and yeah. I had third interviews sometimes. Oh, gosh. And it was basically, I was inches away and for whatever reason i ended up not uh getting the position there was one time i will say just a kind of like kind of a good thing right first of all i i'm really good about emailing yeah okay there's email etiquette and i feel i i guess a lot of people aren't taught this but for instance after an interview email that person later on that day yep. if you have their email which hopefully you do and say, hey, thanks thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy day to interview me, to learn more about me. I really enjoyed our time together. You know, look forward to hearing from you. Making that personal connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something as simple. It yeah. takes like less, it takes a couple minutes, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it means, and it says a lot. And I know as an interviewer in the past, I look for that. And it'll actually, I'll actually like, maybe really like someone and they don't send an email or they don't have any sort of follow-up text or whatever it is and it kind of say yeah maybe not maybe they aren't the right yeah. fit so um i remember one time i got inches away it was like the second or third interview i ended up not getting the position but um i always follow up if i don't get a position with Hey, just wondering if there's if you could give me any notes as to why I you know anything I can work on for That's the future a really interviews. Good idea. Yeah, I've I always never do that. Thought about that. I haven't done it personally. I'm yeah. sure it would have like been game changing for yeah. me in the past. But that is a really good idea. Yeah, and uh, so you I don't know what you don't know. Like, you well, can't exactly. I want to know. I want to get better. Exactly. I want to get hired at a great company so right. if i'm doing something wrong or if, if there's there may be things that i do that i don't even realize i'm doing right you so know? Did, did anyone ever respond well, here's the here's the uh, here's the kicker yeah. is that most companies don't oh, i'm being genuine yeah. i'm putting myself out there i have impeccable email etiquette 
even after I've been told that I have not been selected for the position and they're moving on, right. I still follow up and I say, hey, thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for your time. Why do, and, you, why do you think that is? Do you think either one, people have a hard time being honest or is it just people, companies being lazy? I think it is companies being lazy. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Because I got, so going back to that particular interview, I think it was from managing marketing initiatives for apartment complexes. Yeah. Actually, kind of similar <laughs> to what you're doing. That's funny. But it was actually more on the PR side. Okay. Okay. And I followed up and I said, hey, is there any anything I can do? Any pointers that you have for the future that would make me a really good fit for a, for a future company? And they responded with a long email. And they said, first of all, thank you for no one asks this question. We are happy to answer it. You were a fantastic candidate the reason that we did not choose you is not because of any skills that you had it was more that you were lacking a bit on the public relations side okay and and we had a candidate that had a lot more experience in okay. that particular area so immediately i'm like well that's it's great for both sides because then I'm like, that makes sense. Right, Because exactly. I remember being in the interview and they really, we really got along and yeah. it was a great interview. Gosh, I hate interviews like that too. Where you're, it was like an hour long too. Yes, it and was you're like, getting you know, to know the person yeah. and they're talking about their family. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah exactly. Like, we're, yeah. We're oh, yeah. A, you I've know, been there. I've been there on both here. sides actually. Yeah. And so they, they had this email where they said that stuff and they also said, you know, something subtle like, ah, your, your energy kind of, dulled a bit uh, towards the end or something it was something like that yeah it was like okay well this is really helpful to me yeah. i didn't take it personally right. i was like okay this is really constructive right. like i i will make sure that I, i'm you know energetic more energetic or at least look more energetic throughout the entire interview yeah. and um like, hey what's up guys yeah, i'm josh yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know sometimes especially in a or especially when you're talking about stuff that you may not be as knowledgeable about. Right. Sometimes yeah. your energy changes. Oh, Sometimes for sure. you'd yeah, be like, definitely. uh, you know. Oh, and like uh, the wheels are in the back of your head. Yeah. Like, all okay, of a sudden your, your body here? language changes yeah. and you and you look less confident. And yeah. so I think that's kind of what happened when they really kind of tested me on the PR stuff. So, anyways, all this long winded thing to say is that cultural fit is huge. Email etiquette is great. Yeah. Both sides should be interviewing each other. Come with questions. Like yeah. Brianna blew us away with the fact that she was basically asking us questions throughout the entire interview. <laughs> it was great. It was great. We loved it. And eventually we got to a couple of questions, I think, yeah, that we had. I think so. But for the most part, like that said so much about her and about the fact that she researched us and the fact that she cares about getting these answers to very valid questions. And she was basically interviewing us as to see if she would be a fit and, you know, how the social dynamics within the team would work and what exactly she'd be doing and what our funding or backing was like as a startup. Like, these are great questions to ask. Yeah. And Let me uh, ask, did yeah. anyone else 
you guys interview ask questions? Not really. No. No. They're just like, hey, can I have the job? Or, <laughs> yeah. You know? So am I. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I rant on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Is that? Gosh, sounds funny. Um, yeah. I, I don't mean to yeah. say that, but I right. mean, you know what I mean? Just like you definitely were a lot different than anyone else. Well, it's kind of refreshing to hear the other side of it because, you know, from your personal perspective you're always going to be your harshest critic sure. you know and you're always like did i say the right thing did right. i ask the right questions yeah. you know yeah so it's refreshing to hear on the other side that yeah. and again sometimes you do say all the right things and sometimes you do ask all the right questions and it's just sometimes it's not you right sometimes it's them yeah obviously why we one of the reasons we made this app and why we have this company is because of all the problems on on the other side too. Yeah. It's companies asking terrible questions. It's it's the recruiters that are just looking for buzzwords or you know treating people like ones and zeros. Yeah, definitely. You know, so. or or the automated systems that your resume runs through that are ones it's and horrible. zeros too. It's, it's horrible, especially when you have a especially for me because I had a a resume that I made on Adobe Illustrator yeah. and not Microsoft Word because it was designed. Uh. And then, yeah, I would I couldn't import, you know, the right. ability to import your resume. Yeah. So I couldn't import it because they couldn't, or even if they could import it, mm -hmm. it wouldn't, because it was designed in a certain yeah. way. It wasn't like just bullet point, bullet point, yep. bullet point. Yeah. It would put stuff in the completely wrong yeah. place, and, you know, when it was auto, yeah. auto placed and all that. I could go all day, you know, <laughs> and then, and then not only do you import your resume, but then it asks, oh, can you put in your job history? That is my what is number that? one pet peeve. Oh, it what makes is me that? So Why mad. did I make a resume? Right. And then you ask me to basically right. say my resume again. Holy cow. That's I do horrible. not need to enter in a 10 page it is form of everything. My resume just told yeah. you. Yeah. Can you not unclick that as a company on the back end? Like, no, we don't need this information. Again, this is why we're here. And obviously, her and I are very passionate about it. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we're here. And that's why we, we enjoyed we enjoy working here. And um, just again, like we are so happy to have you. And we are so uh, excited to finally introduce you. And Brianna is oh. going to have her own content, her own podcast content coming up soon. Stay tuned. Yes, and it's going to be awesome, and we're just going to provide a lot of value for you guys, and um, it's just going to be something that's really hasn't been done before. I haven't seen from an app company. Yeah, um, or Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, it's going to be a fantastic 2021. I don't yes, care what anyone says. I can feel it in my bones. I yes. can feel it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really absolutely. excited to be with you guys and kind of start this whole journey, you know, kick off 2021 with a bang and just for everyone to finally kind of see what we've been working on behind the scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you got some value out of it and subscribe to the podcast. And if you can on uh, wherever you do get your podcast, if you can leave a comment as yeah. to, you know, it can be something as simple as, hey, this is just a great podcast. What can I say? Yeah. You know, it really helps us kind of reach more people in those algorithms. So we really appreciate it. And we will talk to you on the next episode of the Hired Up Podcast.